I, I hate the idea. You'll never sell me on the idea, but I can be swayed on the idea. <laughs> <laughs> I am getting mixed signals from you. No, I'm pretty clear. <laughs> <laughs> History Defeats Itself is a comedy podcast. Kevin, John, and Greg are not experts, historians, or even all that smart. Hello, my friends. Welcome to History Defeats Itself, part of the Sonar Network of Podcasts. My name is Kevin Rosenquist. Thank you for spending your time with us. History Defeats Itself is a comedy podcast that wonders if we as people learn from the past or if we simply repeat and defeat ourselves. I am joined by my co-hosts out there in Los Angeles, California, one of which is very mad at me right now, John Banks, Greg Mitchell. What is up, gentlemen? Well, the way you said that made it sound like I'm the one who's really mad at you, and I'm not really mad at you. I said one of us. I know, but you were like, one of us, John Banks, Greg Mitchell. I'm doing really good. But it's for sure me. Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely because, yeah, I totally insulted you right before we started. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, just once? Okay. <laughs> I didn't say once. I said just I insulted you. <laughs> I kind of feel like you insulted his whole family, really. Yeah. Well, you know, that's, that's I mean, okay. I, I regret nothing. We're used to that shit. <laughs> that's what the Nazis said. <laughs> How are you, Greg? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. I'm so excited to be recording with you guys. I don't I feel like I don't see you enough, especially John. And you both look amazing. Your faces are bright and smiley, and Kevin's got a new camera, and John's wearing a cute, kitschy shirt. I just, I just, this is my favorite time of the bi week. <laughs> what do you call yeah, it? Week. Every two weeks. John, did it's that feel forced to you? It felt forced to me. By bi week, I'm just, do you yep. about time yep. or sexual Sexuality. orientation? Okay, cool. Okay. It's like Shark Week here on, uh, but it's, it's bi week here <laughs> it's like on Shark HDI. Week, but it's all about bisexuality. <laughs> yeah. And there's, there's no sharks at all. <laughs> there's also no sharks. So, thank, yeah. thank God. And we're not on the Discovery <laughs> Channel yet. <laughs> we, well, you know, we could go to an aquarium while we're exploring this. On each episode, one of us will pick the topic and do the research while the other two don't do a goddamn thing. They don't even know what we're going to talk about until it's revealed here during our recording session. And don't forget to rate and review our show when and where you can. And be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And we are introducing a new video segment called HDI After Dark, where we keep the cameras rolling after the episode airs and discuss the topic, add any thoughts we may have, and chat about whatever else comes to mind. It's only on YouTube, so after you listen to this episode, head on out to youtube.com, search History Defeats Itself, and check out the new HDI After Dark segment. And my lighting is on point now. I look amazing. And, and get ready to see some six-pack abs. I, I, I've been like clipping some six-pack abs from the internet, and we're going to throw them up on the oh, oh, good, good. video. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Because I do do sit-ups, but I also drink a shit ton of beer. So that's really just to maintain the gut I have. I love how Kevin assumed that it was going to be like that. Oh, obviously everyone thinks that I'm the one with six-pack abs. No, right? I'm saying if we're all showing our abs, I don't want anyone to think it's going to be me that has the six-pack. Do you want to you see? I'll show my abs. Do you, you want to see we, my abs? Do you, do you think combined we have a six-pack? I don't think we do. I mean, mine's not terrible. I do okay, work out. I don't want to see it. No. He's got new lighting, John. Are you sure? It's I mean, the only reason I bought the ring light. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't I just talk about my, the bisexuality? 
Let's just see if it's on. Let's see if that's working. Is that your topic? No, I thought oh. you were going to show us your abs, but it's oh, fine. Oh, I'll I thought John said he didn't want to see him. I'm not. I don't want to do that to him. John, close your eyes. No, it's not that I don't. Want, all right, go for it, <laughs> Greg. The floor is yours. <laughs> that sucks. All right. Well, I got fucked. That was up. a little bit of a tease, <laughs> or was it? The only way you'll know is to watch the video. <laughs> <laughs> well, none of us threw up, so I'm as you know. It's a safe to assume that we did not see anything. Wah wah. Co-hosts. Mistorians, today we'll be having a philosophical conversation. And while typically there are no wrong answers when it comes to intellectual pursuits such as this, I have a funny feeling that you guys will be stubborn and rambling incoherently. Oh, fuck. I put the emphasis on the wrong syllable when I just said that. <laughs> I like when you're, I like when you're, I, like, it feels like you're about to be an asshole to us. I, and then I fuck it up. Right, it's no, because that's, there's, there's definitely part of me that right. doesn't want to be an asshole. That's yeah. karma just saying, fuck you, Greg. That's what that is. It was. Karma just got in my fucking mouth yep. and just swam around in yep. there and just blended all the words up. Okay, yeah. so basically, I just poked fun at you guys for not being able to have an intellectual conversation. But I, I know you can. Otherwise, why the fuck would I bring this shit up? So I'm going to start off this episode with a question. Oh, yeah. I like questions. During times of anguish or crisis, times of pain and grief. Oh, fuck. This is about anxiety, isn't it? It is. I mean, everything kind of is. <laughs> Times of desperation and unanswerable questions. Where do you turn for inspiration, for hope, for solace, for sanity? It's not rhetorical. Oh, oh, I thought you were like, oh. when shit's going down, what's your, what's your go-to move for mental health or any kind of health? Watching, watching Groundhog Day. Oh. Uh, and I'm not even kidding. That really I drink. Is like, I drink a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that okay. too. Well, not drink, but yeah. Okay, Sometimes I watch so, Groundhog Day while I'm drinking. I think, what, what do you do? Is there anything special about Groundhog's Day that makes you... I don't know. I was yeah. just following John's lead. No, no, no. It, I, I really... So it's, it's because I feel like a lot of times when I'm stuck... Like when I'm feeling grief or anxiety or, you know, like really heavy emotions, so often it feels like it's just like I'm stuck in a pattern. And that movie like helps me get out of the headspace because it's just like, right, this is just like a point in time, right? And it feels like heavy, but actually in the end, I'm going to get Andy McDowell to marry me. <laughs> so, so far has it happened, but I keep trying. I you think know? you should keep trying. Yeah, I, I think that's actually kind of beautiful because I just assumed you were watching like a zany comedy with Bill Murray written and directed by Harold Ramis. <laughs> <laughs> the late great that's right, Harold Ramis. Yeah. If you haven't seen this movie, it's coming to theaters <laughs> in like 1989. So <laughs> Groundhog's Day. Don't forget to vote for Reagan. <laughs> you know, to answer your question, honestly, Greg, uh, I mean, I, I do. I, I will fully admit that if I have a really hard day or something like that, I come home. I'll be like, oh, I gotta, I'm cracking a beer, you know, and it does make me feel better. I'm not going to lie because it's like you have a shitty day and things are tough and and you come home and Sheena and I crack a couple beers and I play with Elwood and and we just, you know, I, I kind of just you know put music on and I kind of lose sight of that. Now, that's like the smaller things. If you're talking bigger picture, like the weight of the world, the pandemic, all that kind of shit, you know. All the stuff that's going drugs. on. In our, Hardcore know. drugs. No, yeah, alcohol doesn't work, so I got to step it up. No, I, I honestly, <laughs> going in a complete opposite direction of what I just said, if I, I, 
I find that when I'm exercising, when I'm getting exercise, and it doesn't have to just be like taking a run, but I mean, it could be taking a hike. It can be taking a walk. It can be anything. That really does wonders for me. It honestly does. I I tend to agree with that. That's that's my go-to move when I'm feeling a tremendous amount of stress. And I will drink Mm -hmm. (laughs) as well. So I feel like Kevin and I, even though we've been at odds in the opening of the show, Mm -hmm. especially before we recorded, we were really... Uh, on each other's... Well, in life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you guys are in a virtual fight club, so... <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that. We, we <laughs> are. But but I enjoy... That's what I do for stress relief is I play hockey, I run, I... Yeah. It doesn't look like it when you look at this body, <laughs> but... Well, but that's because do, the alcohol cancels it out. It sure does. And then, you know, with the alcohol, then there's the eating, the then binge the, eating. Yeah, the ribs, the ribs. Yeah, just, the ribs. <laughs> it just... Cheese fries. Del Taco. It's like, have you ever like taken cheese fries, put it on top of ribs, and then put a cooked egg on it? <laughs> you got to make, sure, make sure that egg's sunny side up, though. Otherwise, it just doesn't work. You got to have that yolk just right, run right. into the whole thing. Oh. Sounds... And then cover it, in, cover it in ranch dressing. That sounds gross. You had me before the ranch. Uh, oh. <laughs> really? that's, that's where you're, that's, you're like, nope. That's the line. That is, this is Wait, where I draw. You... Yep. So after the ranch, it's a no-go? Yeah, I think the ranch are just, you know what, that, now you're getting greedy. Okay. So that went kind of a different direction than I thought it would, but I guess not really. So I, I'm going to talk about... Stop um, being so controlling! <laughs> it's okay that it went a different direction. You're not my father! <laughs> Isn't he, though? Uh, I've, got bad, I've got bad news It'd for be you. Cool. It'd be cool if he was my dad. You, have you ever seen those videos where like people get surprise adopted? <laughs> <laughs> No, is that a thing? On a very special <laughs> HDI, Kevin and I have adopted you, John. Aww. We have joint custody. Nice. We were waiting. We were waiting for Christmas to surprise you. <laughs> so you have to fly out to Colorado every other week. <laughs> oh, this sounds terrible for me. Although Colorado is beautiful, it is. I don't want to share John anymore. And and I really want to get some of those shot glasses. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you guys know that seventy eight percent of the U.S. population is religious? And will turn to the big man for mercy during times of trouble. Wait, seventy eight percent of the global population or the U.S. population? Seventy eight percent of the global. Oh wait, no, the U.S. population. You're saying that really fast. You're saying seventy or seventy eight? Seventy eight percent of the U.S. population is religious. How do but, they define religion? Well, I'm going to tell you. They are associated with, you know, Satanism or fucking. Judaism or Christianity or I like that you led with Satanism though. Well, that was the one that John recognizes. Yeah, that's true. Oh. <laughs> the Pew Religious Landscape Survey reported that as of as of 2019, 22.8% of the US population is religiously unaffiliated. Atheists make up 3.1% and agnostics make up 4% of the US population. And on today's episode we will discuss that last 4% I just mentioned. The ones who put the A in Gnostics. <laughs> Settle in and enjoy as we break down what it means to hedge your bets to avoid an eternity of damnation with today's topic, agnosticism. I, I, feel like, I feel like the way you said puts the A in Gnostic, I feel like that should be like the trailer for a dictionary. No. Right? This summer, <laughs> words. <laughs> words on a page <laughs> that will tell you the meaning of things. <laughs> Agnostic. Agnosticism. 
four percent worse. Next year, the sequel thesaurus. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Here comes the synonyms. <laughs> cinnamon, cinnamon toast crunch. Synonyms. There's a lot of words that I can't pronounce very well, and they're all in this episode, guys. So get ready to laugh right, at me I'm excited. immediately mouthed. So, but so, okay, so agno- oh, being okay. agnostic, I mean, isn't I, you kind of led the, with that whole like hedging your bets thing? I mean, I've always thought that agnostic's kind of a kind of a lame designation because you're just like you're like. You know, I don't want to say there's no God, but I don't really follow the teachings of a God, but I'm not going to say there's no God just in case. Right. I I think that's a very good point, and that's a big chunk of what this episode, like the spirit of of what you're saying right now is a big chunk of what this episode's about and what I kind of focused on. Oh, okay, good. So it's a very astute point, Kevin. Thank you. Roe? Well, I would would say, since this is how we now start our episodes, we don't really let the person get into them. (laughs) So (laughs) You're you're still salty about that, huh? (laughs) (laughs) So this is how we're doing it now. Uh, (laughs) I I, I think that agnostics, I I don't think it's a cop-out. I I think that people who are agnostic are saying, look, like, I don't, I don't believe that we were created by some being, but it's a possibility. Not, I don't think, and I think it's a possibility. Not, not so they're saving their soul, but it's just a possibility because they don't know, right? So basically, they're just saying, like, I, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I definitely don't believe in this, but I can't prove this, or I don't, I can't believe this enough to say for certainty that there is nothing. That's a good point. Or they just don't care. They're like, I don't know, man. What the fuck? Yeah, or true. Yeah, yeah. yeah because I mean, I think I it's you know, it's safe to say there's a lot beyond this planet that we don't understand or know about so i, I understand a lot in the ocean we don't yeah, understand <laughs> there's a lot there's, there's a lot in the room i'm sitting that in yeah, that I, don't understand. <laughs> I don't know how they make pencils why is there a map behind me i don't get it <laughs> i don't look at it but i mean i i get i get that concept because you know i mean you know i you, we've talked about it before i i like the documentaries about the cosmos and astronomy and all that and so there's so much shit out there that we have never even gotten close to understanding so i guess in that respect i under i I do understand why someone would say something like you know that they'd be agnostic because they're just like hey man i just have no idea but i'm not going to follow a religion just because my parents did or because someone tells me that i should with no proof and i can say that we're we're you guys are kind of muddling around and getting to what the definition of it is and I think that's a good thing because that's kind of what I do as well. Even though I feel like I'm somewhat, and I I really mean somewhat, the very little culturally Jewish. I'm not religiously Jewish. Mm-hmm. I, and I probably most closely identify with being an agnostic. And after I did this research, I found out there's a lot more to it than just like the laziness of not wanting to commit one way or another it's a lot closer to what john banks was stating where it's just admitting that you don't know and you're open to what could come along so that's as i get into the history and uh the person that defined terms the the definition of what it is uh it'll kind of all make sense Mm. i like the way so i like the way this started because you know maybe you're smarter than i give you guys credit for Mm-mm. God knows no you're cuter. You're really dreamy, both of you. That is for sure, especially with the new lighting. 
So let's go. Do, let's let's start with a basic definition. And by start, I mean continue because I already said let's start with the fucking question that I asked. Agnostic, a person who believes that nothing is known or can be known of the existence or nature of God or of anything beyond material phenomena. A person who claims neither faith nor disbelief in God. So now would be a good time to discuss the difference between an agnostic and an atheist. Many people are interested in distinguishing between the words agnostic and atheist. The difference is quite simple. Atheists refer to someone who does not believe in the existence of a god or any gods, and agnostic refers to someone who doesn't know whether there is a god or even if such a thing is knowable. I'm also going to talk about what agnosticism is not. It's not a third way between atheism and theism because it's not mutually exclusive from atheism and theism. Agnosticism is about knowledge, which is a separate issue belief. It's also compatible with atheism and theism. You can be agnostic, atheist, or an agnostic theist. And you know what a theist is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's obviously like the opposite of an atheist. It's someone that's that believes in God. So that that's kind of something that I didn't really necessarily think about before, that being agnostic, you can still believe in God. It, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting. So I have a really good example after I get through this next part. Agnostic. Agnosticism is not just sitting on the fence or a failure to commit to something, what Kevin was kind of alluding to a moment ago, and it's not a suspension of belief. It is also not, contrary to what some might tell you, the only possible rational option. It's not inherently undogmatic or rational. It may be held dogmatically for irrational reasons. There's nothing in it that is inherently superior to atheism or theism. So we can discuss there's kind of four options and I'm going to describe each one of you each one of these things and we can I want to get your feedback of where you think you guys lie on that spectrum. If you've given it thought in the past, I kind of know where John lies on all of this. But I'd like to I'd like to theist, right? You're going to I'm a theist. Obviously. So <laughs> you're a theist. That's right. <laughs> So there's four oh, options. No, I'm an atheist. Right. Sorry. So there's there's two types of atheists. The first one is an agnostic atheist. I don't believe any god exists, but I'm not claiming that. I might be wrong. Then there's a gnostic atheist who says I don't believe in I don't believe any god exists, and I know they don't exist. It's just dumb. An agnostic theist thinks. I believe there is a God, but I'm not really sure. It might just be silly stories. An agnostic theist says, I believe there's a God. And kind of like Ned Flanders, right? I believe there's a God, and I know God exists. It makes perfect sense. That's a what? That's that's a theist? Just a theist? That's agnostic theist. That's an agnostic theist. No, not an agnostic. That's a Gnostic theist. A Gnostic theist. Because an agnostic is the opposite of a right. gnostic. I'm going to be so confused on this episode. Oh yeah, I'm was, I'm sorry if it's it's a the stock market episode and, all over again. <laughs> I know. Oh, I got it. So it's so a weighted measure. It is a weighted measure. That's right. 
So with the subscriptions, do you find anything that kind of strikes your fancy? <laughs> I, I, what was the one that's there's no God? There's no okay, God so and you're all stupid? That's John's one. <laughs> there's the agnostic atheist that says, I don't believe God, any, I don't believe any God exists, but I'm not claiming that. I might be wrong. The agnostic atheist says, I don't believe any God exists, and I know they don't exist. That's, that's, that's the one. That's the one that sits well with you, Johnny? Well, you know, actually, I, I got to say, as I'm getting older, I, I think I'm leaning more towards the agnostic atheist. You know, I don't know, right? Like, I, I definitely don't believe, I I'm definitely don't believe that I need to, wor- like, worship anything or that there's this heaven or this hell or, you know, and I don't believe that, like, I'm going to go to some magic land uh, after I die. And if you do believe that, I, uh, that's cool, right? Like, I'm, I'm, because I would imagine it feels really good to believe that, you know, mm-hmm. like, like seriously, you know, so I, so I, I think I'm softening on it just cause I, I don't, you know, it's like by me being like, I'm certain of that. If I get in a conversation with someone, I'm, I'm basically like negating who they are as a person. I feel like, I don't want to do that. Hmm. I really don't. I do. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I think that's because Kevin's a little bit younger. And as you get older, I'm the oldest one in this little trio. You and are so old. I, I think I'm so much wiser, and I realize that I don't want to fuck with anybody else's, um, you know, kind of philosophy on life. I, I'm with yeah. John. Yeah, right. but that being said, it's just like when people start talking about it, I, I let them know. I'm like, hey, I'm an atheist, and so, you know, it's like, I, like I'm not going to share any of the beliefs that you have. If you want to have this conversation, I'm more than happy to have this conversation with you, but it's not about you trying to save my soul. It's going to be about why do you think there's a God? And I'll tell you why I don't. <laughs> so if you want to have that conversation, I'll have that conversation with you, but I, I don't want to be prostituted to mm-hmm. or prostituted. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you don't want to be trafficked. <laughs> I do not. That's fair. I'm probably not a, much of a market for this. You know, <laughs> I've, I've passed my prime. So, well, if Tinder has told us anything, it's that. <laughs> <laughs> this is just an episode where, where John is just coming to terms with the fact that he's old. <laughs> Seriously. Good job. Yeah. I'm glad we could do this. Uh, so That's a real topic. Yeah. <laughs> John's old. Kevin, do you have a... Yeah. I. A, uh, so so here's the thing. I don't... First of all, as far as what we were... I, I, my joke I made before, I, I have no issue with people being religious as long as they're not pushing it down people's throats or starting wars or doing anything bad with it. You know, if you want to be spiritual in your own way, I have no problem with that. And I think we all can agree on that very, very easily. And I also see that I do see the appeal. I think maybe I brought it up on this podcast before, you know, you think about like a small town life where you go to church on Sunday and you go to the high school football game on Friday and you know, everybody in town and all that. I'm not saying it's for me and I'm not saying it's for any of us, but I, I get, I get it you can live in a little bit of a, like a bubble almost and not have to worry about all the goings on in the world. And, and there is something that you can, there, there's a peace involved with that. So I, I, I get it. I get that a lot of that angle, that, or that, that angle of it. Now I, I have a, I've said this to people before and they roll their eyes at me, but I don't consider myself an atheist because the only reason that there's a term called atheist is because there's theist. So I don't believe in that there is a, a God pulling the strings up there in, in heaven. I don't, but I also don't feel the need to label myself as anything. If anything, I would call myself a humanist. You know, I, I believe in, I believe in the inherent goodness of people. I believe that we have to, that we should be helping each other. I believe that free human freedom and, and human rights is an important thing. 
and that's where I, my my focus is more. It's more of a, I'm more philosophical about it than than theo- theological about it. Or you know, I don't believe in supernatural, and I don't believe you know, people. I get I get shit sometimes. You know, I mean, like I don't believe in horoscopes, and I don't believe in ghosts, and like all that kind of stuff. It doesn't mean that I don't believe in. That, that that doesn't ble- mean that I have the world figured out by any means, or that that I that I don't think there's more to the world in this life than than we can understand or see. But I don't. I, I honestly don't consider myself an atheist, although I guess I get lumped into that category because I don't believe that there's a god upstairs. I I think that just from what you're saying and everything that I read, and it's so funny that you said humanist because a lot of agnostics, people that are researched, define themselves as humanists as well. Yeah. So I think everything that you've said and described yourself to be, it sounds like you're agnostic to me. Yeah, it, it's it's certainly possible. Again, I, I don't really, I don't really, you know, the humanist thing is probably something that, that I relate to more than anything. And I don't mean to pin any label on you oh, either. Oh, no, I know. It's part of the show. And I, I totally get that. I, and I get, I get that we put, you know, I, 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 you know, I had a long discussion with Sheena not that long ago about religion and, and my feelings on it. And, you know, we've never, you know, she knows how I feel. And I, you know, she's, she doesn't go to church every Sunday, but she's spiritual. And, but she also is, you know, not, she, she's like an accepting Christian, you know, not the, not the other kind of Christian. And so, you know, we can have good conversations, but you mean, you mean a Ted Cruz? Yeah. That, what yeah that would be, that would be the one. That, Something that, that kind that of general, Christian. She's not that kind of Christian. In that general uh, range. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's like a good marker, right? That's like, oh, he's, oh, you're a Ted Christian. That's, <laughs> that is a good, that's a good Cruz, marker. Ted Cruz. You're a Ted Cruz Christian. But so. I, you know, but the conversation we had was super interesting because, you know, I, you know, a lot of times, you know, obviously those, those of us who don't believe we, we like to point at things like, you know, big, huge world events like the Holocaust, you know, if there's a God, how could he let something like that happen? Or, you know, kids getting cancer or whatever, whatever horrific thing you want to point to. And, and it's always, you know, God has a plan or Lord works, works in mysterious ways or, you know, I just, you know, and I understand that's all comforting for people and, and all that stuff, but it just sort of, I have a hard time reconciling those two things. And so, but I think it, so I, I kind of want to circle back something you said, you know, like, like what you're saying, it gives, you know, like if you grew up in a small town and poor and, you know, it, it gives you like a certain kind of hope here, but, but I also think it helps people with death, right? Cause it's, it's, you know, in a lot of religions, it's a belief that, you're going to go and you're going to be with your, you know, your family, your mm-hmm. past, you know, your grandparents, your great grandparents. So it's like all these people you've known in your life that you've had to watch go away, right? To imagine a place where you can meet up with them again. That is, that's, that has to help. Is that, is that place called Del Taco? Oh God, I hope so. But it really does no, have Cleveland. to like, give you. He's referring to Cleveland. Like, give you... <laughs> <laughs> You're a hundred percent right, John. I mean, I, we've talked on the, sh- yeah. on the show before. Like I, I have a, I have a, 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 a fear of death. I think I have a fear of death. I have, I, I'm uncomfortable with the idea of death, not of myself, but of just the idea of death for, everybody anybody or anything around me you know and you're 100% right if you're religious man that that takes that takes a lot of the pressure off it definitely does or a lot of the pain away i would i would think i don't know so do you think that i i've never thought about it this way before but do you think that could be almost like a habit that could be developed and you could learn to be religious or like or not even spiritual religious to believe, or spiritual I don't know that we're going to be able to change our ideology necessarily, but 
maybe you can say, or maybe you could learn to accept death in a way that makes it as comforting to you as it does to people that are religious because they know they're going to get that at the end of the, I, I, it's funny because this is another episode or topic that all three of us seem to be in harmony. Shocker. I could have said the exact same words that you said, Kevin, regarding, regarding not necessarily my upbringing, but just how I view it now. And I definitely don't believe in the fairy tale and the stories that are in most religions if if there is a god there's no way that he is in my opinion i don't want to offend anybody but in my opinion there's no way that he's necessarily all knowing or <laughs> could prevent things from cuz why would they why would the holocaust happen well here's why would, here's the answer and this is what Sheena said to me is that is that humans have free will and the justification from from someone who is a believer in religion is that well, would you rather not have free will? Would you rather be controlled? Would you rather have, you know, you can't have it both ways. So God well, created man it, and gave us the ability to make our own choices and decisions. But yeah, but then humans, that's... Oh, but, go ahead. Go ahead no, go ahead. John, you go. Well, but humans also have free Wi-Fi, and that has not necessarily worked out for the best of us. <laughs> no, right? people keep so, stealing my shit. <laughs> no, well, I'm just, but I'm just saying, like, this idea, so, like, if you're going to create, so if you're going to, that's the part for me where I'm just like, ah, like, I just, I can't believe that this being who created everything, right, every, and like you said, like, I do, you know, there's just, there's so many planets and things we don't understand, and we now understand there's billions and billions and billions and billions of planets, so, Carl you know, it's Sagan. like this, this, so this being created this incredible thing we can't understand and then you know so we're like like a speck of a dust and you know in an infinite pool of dust <laughs> so <laughs> so it's like it creates us and then we're nothing but somehow this infinite all-knowing amazing being actually gives a shit about what we do or thinks <laughs> like why would you why would you need us to like worship you and bow down for you like if you're that you're fucking great you made everything <laughs> you're doing you did fine I mean always, the, like you the don't. free will thing probably didn't work out so great but other yeah. than that so it's like why would what you set a narcissist this, you seriously would give the, what you would give us himself. the ability but John like, I think one thing that you're missing though is that I I correct me if I'm wrong I don't know if you guys even know but I think people who are really into Christianity do not believe in the existence of a very vast universe oh that's that's a good but i think that's a small sect of people i I really do think it's a small sect of people i don't know are you sure because i feel like if you're gonna if you're very religious how on earth do you believe that there's like you know multiple universes or or just and they also think that the earth is only like 55 years old or something yeah, well, so, <laughs> not very sciencey. The Earth just got free Denny's. I asked Sunday. Sheena about that actually when we were talking about the religious thing, and one of the things that I remember talking about is that you know because if if God made the world and was it God made the world in seven days, and then Adam and Eve came along. I don't know. I, I'm paraphrasing, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> there, was, there was a turtle and a spaceship. I don't fucking know. Listen, yeah. There was a boat and a flood and a People, fucking guy walking the water. Like, you're paraphrasing the Bible. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing the Bible that I've never read. But um but I believe that that because like the the you know obviously people point to well what about the dinosaurs? What about the ice age? What about any of the stuff that happened, you know, you know, hundreds of thousands of years ago, or if not billions of years ago, and and it's like, oh well, I a year for God is different than a year for us or a day. I'm sorry. A day for God is different than a day for us. So if God created the world in seven days. 
then it actually spanned a lot more time, but it was got it, it's again, it's just it's just fitting it into the narrative. You know, that's there's that's always all there's yeah, there's always a way to do that. Just like the dinosaurs. Exactly. Just like the like, free will okay, thing so, in my mind. I mean it's kinda yeah. to me that's very similar to the free will thing because the other thing that you have to look at is say, okay, if fine I'm fine, okay, fine, the free will thing, fine, but why why did we get hate? Why did he even bother with hate and jealousy right. and greed and, why, and, and all why that stuff? Give us the why strongest, the goddamn suffering? Why, why, why give us why give us the strongest fucking urge to have sex with each other and then be like, hey, this thing you want to do? Basically, when you start getting you know hormones pumped in your body at a ridiculous rate from your brain and your body, once that happens, you're going to have sex a lot. But then you have to like it's like it, you know, like it's this thing where you like, oh, you have urges. to have, yeah, you, you better repress the urges. And, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, and and then, but if you don't, it's a sin. It's like, that is such a fucked up game, man. (laughs) Stop it. Well, I think that it's, everybody knows what human emotions are and, and some are tolerated and some aren't. And some people have to have a, I guess a rule book to know where their moral compass should point, where others get it intuitively. And you know, I think you could go a long way just by following the golden rule of do unto others as you would um, have done unto yourself. And that doesn't necessarily mean like a, well, I almost said like a cum shot, but that would be weird. If I said <laughs> well, you did or, say it. I did, so, you, no, did. I you did not leave it out. I, said I, almost, I almost said it. But, you know, aside from like all the stuff that we, like that, I mean, there's also like, why, why is there mental illness? Why is there physical deformities? Why is there, you know, all the stuff that you, that you can point to and that doesn't. Why is there dubstep? There are why? answers. There are <laughs> answers to everything. That, that's the musical genre that you want to get rid of? No, actually, I really love it. It's I think dubstep's great. There's a lot of things yeah, you can point it. to. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. But I just, it's just such a fun thing to make fun of. It is. Because the name is so fucking stupid. It is stupid. That's where religion is is pretty cool. Like, Greg, got Greg, it because out. because Greg, uh, the, the Greg. Catholic Church uh, likes dub, dubstep. Kev, yes. Kevin and I are having a conversation about dubstep. Okay, so <laughs> please stop trying to bring it back around to your thing. Let us have our thing for once. Okay, mm-hmm. you're right. I'm always shitting on you guys. <laughs> what I was gonna say is that. That's where, okay, should I not? No, no, continue? no. Please, please say it. Please say it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, religion always says, well, of course, it's just to test your faith. That's why, you know, God God needed baby angels up in heaven. Yeah, that's why kids get cancer. Yeah, I've heard that. That's before, why yeah. kids, you know, it's fuck, whatever helps people cope. Can't right? God just make some baby angels? Yeah. <laughs> like, can he do that without killing a kid? I think, <laughs> I mean, apparently he could do everything. So there's Except a lot of that. cool shit that happens. Yeah. It's like, yeah, and I'm not like, it's like, that's horrible. They're like, what a horrible thing to happen. But then it's just like, and I get it. Like we, we say things to ourselves every day in different ways to cope in the world. And I'm sure some of the things I think people would find crazy. Right. Mm. So it's like, oh, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> just the stuff that you've let out of your mouth. But, you know, <laughs> stuff you and, said today. <laughs> <laughs> But like if I, you know, if I had a child and I lost that child, that would, I mean, I I cannot imagine there's anything more devastating for a person. And, and then, you know, anything that I could find to, to have connection Mm -hmm. to that child or, or, you know, or, or, or somehow find a reason why this unreasonable thing happened. Fucking downer, Greg. You suck. I know. (laughs) I'm sorry. I think like, I don't, I didn't really uh, talk too much about 
a little bit more about my what my philosophy is, but I was just gonna say if if there I think if there if there is a God up there, he just kinda let us go. He yeah. created us and said, you know what? Just figure it out, fuckers. It's like a science experiment. I'm, I'm moving on to the next thing. Yeah. Or or literally like yeah, he he like started it and he forgot and he's going to come back <laughs> and he's going to go like, what oh, the fuck shit. happened? Yeah, he's like yeah. I gave you a planet. How did you do this to a planet? <laughs> well, you know what that guy should do is while we're sleeping, he should just fucking recharge it. Give us all new fucking trees and oh, that'd be nice. Food that'd and be shit. nice. But he's not doing that. I thought yeah. you were going to say kill us. Or that. <laughs> I thought well, for sure you were going to say when we're sleeping just kill us. <laughs> Go back to the dinosaurs. They didn't do that bad, after all. Yeah, that wasn't their fault. It was a meteor. No. Most of them had really short arms. What the fuck <laughs> were they supposed to do? And well, and a lot of people don't know this, but they were driving cars when the asteroid. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. They yeah. got up to electric cars too because they didn't want to use their own oil to fuel their cars. So they had a whole good battery Comple- charger. Yep, shit. completely sustainable. It was. Okay, so let's let's uh I haven't really gotten into the episode too much yet, so I'm sorry for that. So some fast facts about agnosticism. It's from the Greek word agnostos, meaning unknowable. Strictly speaking, the doctrine that humans cannot know of the existence of anything beyond the phenomena of their experience, the term has come to be equated in popular parlance with skepticism about religious questions in general, and in particular with the rejection of traditional Christian beliefs under the impact of modern scientific thought. The word agnosticism was first publicly coined in 1869 at a meeting of the Metaphysical Society in London by T.H. Huxley. He was a British biologist and champion of the Darwinian theory of evolution. He coined it as a suitable label for his position. Quote, It came into my head as suggestively and antithetical to the Gnostic of church history who professed to know so much about the very things of which I was ignorant. Huxley's non-religious agnosticism the essence of it, his statement as the inventor of the term, was not a profession of total ignorance. And again, I go back to like kind of what Kevin first said. It's it, there's a method to it as opposed to just a cop out because it, it it feels like a lot of people when they discuss atheism or even being agnostic, it's kind of like eh, fuck it, I don't really care. There could be, there isn't, and eh, I'm not going to give it much thought. This is where it gets kind of interesting. He insisted it was not a creed, but a method, the essence of which lies in the rigorous application of a single principle, namely to follow reason as far as it can take you. That, but then when you've established as much as you can, frankly and honestly, to recognize the limits of your knowledge. So I found personally, like me speaking, I found that to be key. Being agnostic is not something to publicly declare to define your whole belief system. It is rather the method for which you perceive the world. You pursue information and use what's available until you run out of data, and that's it. In relation to God, it's very limited in proof, so therefore it can never be fully believable. It's unprovable. And, you know, that's that's my opinion, and that's kind of why I kind of lean towards that, because I I don't necessarily have to see, smell, touch to believe something, but it sure as fuck helps, <laughs> and it, yeah. it 
it it seems like you can tell when you're being sold a bill of goods with this rule book and all of these crazy stories and all of it really just stretches if it wasn't religion and if it wasn't so deeply ingrained into our it was beat into our heads from like the time we were young if it wasn't religion we would just call bullshit on all of it yeah but because it is it's you have to do a lot of work to come to the conclusion to the philosophical conclusion that either you believe there's no God <laughs> or that you believe uh, that religion is all wrong. And maybe there is a God, but no one's quite pegged it yet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, th- I'm thinking about yeah, it. I mean, it's an interesting, it's an interesting thought. It's an interesting thought. I, I, I don't know. I still, I guess I still have a, a hard time it's still very much atheism. I mean, it's not really, there's not a big difference between being agnostic and atheist, huh? Well, but, but I think, but I think the difference is that. So for me as an atheist, right. When I come to the end of logic, right. Cause I cannot prove there is a God and I cannot prove there's not a God. Right. And if you look at how vast well, if university you could is, prove there was a God and you were atheist, that'd be weird. I know. <laughs> you should see. You should see John make a fried egg sandwich. Man, that's had me believing in God because he's really good at it. Oh well, thanks, thanks, Greg. That's really sweet of you to say. It's not that hard, but good, John. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know why you have to shit on everything I do, Kevin. <laughs> and he says it nice and quietly. Too. <laughs> yeah, I say it yeah. sweetly. It literally makes you poop gold, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, that is impressive. It does. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, you'll never know, Kevin. Yeah. But, you know, nice I'll make air. you one tonight, Greg. I'll bring it into work tomorrow. Thanks, John. And so, you know what? Can you mail me one? I'll give you some of that poop gold, too. <laughs> <laughs> Making poop that gold. poop gold. <laughs> I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> You're going to hear me in the bathroom, and it's going to be like, plonk. <laughs> I would imagine God damn it, I broke another commode. Yeah. <laughs> Super loud. I feel like there'd be a fair amount of grunting, too. I can't feel good coming out. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I'm also picturing large assholes. gold bars, not like little pieces of gold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no it's, like, it's like a solid gold turd. So, <laughs> no, it's shaped exactly like a coiled turd. <laughs> yeah, but it's not pliable, so it's painful. <laughs> it definitely is painful. Oh, no, it's, it's real gold, so it's not pleasant yeah. coming out. So it, it actually comes out curled. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so that's a lot of negotiation you have to do. That's a lot of stretching. What a lot of stretching. I feel like I better I feel like, up. I feel like solid gold turd would be like a, a really good TV show where it's like the worst humans you could ever meet. Solid gold turds on ABC. <laughs> right after America's Got Talent. <laughs> Should be the sequel. Uh, that's funny. Oh. Um, John, you, right, were, so, you were trying to make a point. <laughs> yeah, I know. I can't get back to it. So, so then, so I, I, I can't prove there is and there isn't, but I am taking the position that there isn't, right? And I think with agnostic, agnosticism, you're getting to a point where you're like, well, I'm at the end of the logic, so these are beliefs that I have, but I cannot, you know, but, but there are things that are possible outside of my understanding. So I think that's the difference. Can there be a spiritual agnostic? Yes. 
I think spirituality is personal, and spirituality can be related to Mother Nature. No, that's true. And that's true. I, I don't know. I think there's so many different stripes to spirituality that it's I don't even really understand what people what people mean when they say that they're spiritual. I it always begs further questioning. Yeah, to me, anyway. I'm re- re- spiritual but not religious. That thing. I thought that meant they were ghosts. Is that not what that meant? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that from MySpace? I remember that from Patrick Swayze. <laughs> no, I think on MySpace when you you could put your religious your your religious uh, feelings on it or whatever, and and you could put spirit spiritual, not religious. <laughs> I I think you're right, and I prefer I've not never to say. met anybody that references MySpace as much as you do. <laughs> Hey, I I don't like social media. That was the only time I ever used it. I played in a band. It was perfect for that. <laughs> God, you, would you Very please defensive. stop plugging your band? <laughs> Jesus. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's like the intro to our fucking show every week. It's every part of the show. <laughs> you, are, you are really just stop asking for attention. It's no, embarrassing. Not going okay? to happen. Do you remember on MySpace you could actually rank your top friends? Yes. That is so... I don't remember that. that I don't mean. think I did MySpace. <laughs> Isn't that fucked up, kind of? <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. Well, Facebook was so, is so much nicer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's way better. Yeah. I remember when Facebook came out, I remember people being like, oh, I switched to Facebook. It's so much less creepy. And now it's like, oh, it's so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> now you're like, my mom is so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> not where I was going with that, but whatever. <laughs> Kevin's mom is so creepy. Whoa. My mom was on Facebook for a half a day and she was like, I don't understand why you people are doing this. (laughs) This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. She, she, I give her credit on that. She was like, she was like, everyone is so full of themselves. This is ridiculous. Fuck this. She was out. Yeah, she's right. But she didn't last long enough to get memes. (laughs) Those are pretty bitching. Memes are everything. Yeah, I know. I know. I've seen you guys. It's all you post. And you just yell at people. Furthering <laughs> the, uh, the philosophy just, of <laughs> you just talk. To, you just type in all caps. I'm just gonna. Yeah. I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go. Okay, yes. just, it's fine. In an essay on the ethics of belief, in from 1876, by the British mathematician and philosopher of science W. K. Clifford, quote: "It's wrong always, everywhere, and for everyone to believe anything upon insufficient evidence." In the same spirit, Sir Leslie Stephen, in the 19th century, he was a 19th century literary critic, excuse me, and historian of thought. He wrote in an agnostic's apology and in another story called Other Essays, reproached those who pretended to delineate the nature of God Almighty with an accuracy from which modest naturalists would shrink in describing the genesis of a black beetle. And then I wrote this after reading that. <laughs> it sounds so fucking pretentious, and I had to read that paragraph like five times to understand what the fuck he was saying. And I still am not completely clear on, on what he meant, but I think what he was saying is that how can you pretend to describe and comprehend an all-knowing being in the sky without the scientific proof? I don't know why he didn't say something like that but he had to compare it to the genesis of a black beetle. And of course, that's provable. that's kind of what we talk about, right? The, without the scientific proof, and that's what being a humanist is about. It believes more in science and, and rationality and things like that. And, you know, I mean, I again, I don't want to shit on anyone's beliefs, but 
I mean, it's a it's a quite it's quite the leap of faith to believe this with zero evidence. I mean, zero. Well, evidence. I think I think what's really fascinating is you know so when human beings became if if you believe in evolution and we came from apes if you believe in that part right so then when we became cognitive it's like the the moment we were self aware and started seeing ourselves in the world differently and having you know and and using tools and building things and having empathy and you know I I think that we it's like we start asking like we start asking the question of like what does this all mean and how do you answer that right so it's like we civilizations keep creating religions and I think yeah. that's fascinating that right? is fascinating like and fuck yeah. man being being an atheist is bleak I mean let's be yeah, honest I mean I you talked about the death thing earlier I mean to think that I we agree. just blink out like a light bulb and all of this was for nothing like, but I mean I, but, that but, but that's but it hard nothing, right that because is. that's the thing about it is, it, it, it's about the experience. It's about this, right? It's about, it's about like podcasting. Spending, it's about <laughs> podcasting. So, so no, if you're, you're a right. podcast, what kind of life are you yeah. living? Uh, not, a, not a fulfilled one. No, you're no. right. And it's about, you know, for, for some people passing life on to another generation and like all that yeah. stuff. And like, yeah, no, I, you're right. You're right. And our, our instincts. Here, you be miserable too. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? <laughs> we're more miserable because we're not doing great on the planet right now. So uh, sorry yeah. about all that. Yeah. Um, daddy, daddy wanted an SUV. What can I say? <laughs> but, but here's the They're thing. Fun. Here's the thing. It was, it, it rode like a cloud. That's right. <laughs> so That's right. It was wonderful. Yeah. I, I agree with you, Kevin. And I think that there must be a human emotion well, there definitely is a human emotion that needs to be that needs to be fed this religion this this hope that this is not the only reason why we're here because mm-hmm. God only knows that we actually have phenomenally good lives, like the three of us do we all have fantastic lives, and there have just been like so many generations of people that have just suffered from the time they Seriously. were fucking born yeah. until yeah. they died. Yeah. True. And I can understand, um, you know, they're born in slavery or whatever it is, yeah. and, poverty, and hardships whatever. and yeah. poverty and not clean drinking water and not clean, you know, bathroom sewage, all that shit. And so you can definitely understand it's a little bit arrogant to be an atheist and say this is the best it gets. Yeah, uh, because you you would have to have hope in some kind of an afterlife. How would you wake up better. every morning and get out of bed if you didn't? You know, if you're if right. you're really in a bad place, it's the only thing you have to hang on to. And it's part of the human spirit to want answers as well, right. and because it's such a it's an unknowable thing and it's an unanswerable answerable thing. No matter who you are, I think you're at one point in your life or another you're going to question your faith or your lack thereof because it's 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 impossible to know until after you die i'm going for the the deathbed change i sure as fuck hope so just in case <laughs> just in case well I, I i but i think i think we should be careful right because I, I i don't think it's you know there's there's also there's a lot of people in the world i think who Who probably really oh, I enjoy like like I, yeah I did uh, yeah I know I'm sorry I was thinking so like my my dad if my dad could have a I think my dad would have been somebody who would have loved to live in a world where you hunt and fish you catch your own food you grow your own crops I think my dad would actually really have loved that right why do you say that uh, because you guys were talking about like the you know and why do place- we have to be careful because he's gonna shoot us <laughs> wait did I say be careful no there's yeah. there's places in the world 
where people are born into things that aren't necessarily this, but they're really good things, right? So, so I, I just want to make sure we're not implying that only people who are born into suffering are people who found religion, right? Because it's like people who have lives like ours are very religious. Sure. I'm not saying I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying that's yeah. No, I wasn't saying that's the only way you can become religious. Mm, you kind of were. I was no. <laughs> no I but stand I think, by that then. But I think like it, I think <laughs> I think that it, uh, it it kind of makes sense as far as previous times though john and and you're right i mean kings and very very wealthy people in the past were yeah super religious. well and you, and you don't understand droughts and weather right so if you have a drought you're right. just like well fuck man there's got to be something doing this so whatever that is hey man we're so you know so it's like so I we better burn we, them like, witches <laughs> <laughs> well it's interesting too witches because get the- stitches and by stitches i mean fire that's what we call fire <laughs> at this time <laughs> stitches <laughs> It always comes down to, oh, we fucked up. I'm sorry, God. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. people didn't cause a drought. <laughs> right. Right. But but I think it's like, you know, because you you have no control over this thing and that's it's so disempowering or you can lean into it. Right. But I think some people choose to create something outside of it. And, and to me, I just think it's like, right, that's just it's just the world. Right. It's yeah. just like it's not this perfect thing. And there's going to be suffering and there's going to be good times. And, you know, and there's, there's you could die at any minute. But I mean, that's the thing, too, is like, man, we don't so many people in the world now don't have to worry about being killed by a wild animal because they're sleeping. You know, mm-hmm. no, they just the only wild animals that are going to kill them are other people. Yeah. Because we, we're good with tools and we're good at making things and we got guns. <laughs> Lots and of just, guns. Just think about how fortunate we are to live in this time and place. Oh, it's yeah, it's awesome that we we get to just we know what's happening around the world. Yeah, a global all pandemic. the time. So <laughs> that's, what? That's <laughs> breaking news. You heard it here first, <laughs> folks. If you can stay home, isolate yourselves from other people, wear masks, social distance. <laughs> but could you imagine if you lived in the year like one thousand or whatever, you wouldn't even fucking know what's outside your view like yeah. you you only know what's as far as you can see yeah and you look up in the sky and what the fuck is going on there <laughs> <laughs> yeah why is water all of a sudden pouring from the sky like what in the hell is this whatever i did i'm sorry i, did, I don't yeah. know what i did oh i can drink this <laughs> there'd be there'd be no way I'd, i'd we would even know each other if it was a couple years uh, a couple hundred years ago or even a couple years ago <laughs> yeah, that's true yeah. that that's Alabama didn't even exist. We wouldn't uh, have uh. podcasts. We wouldn't have this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Zencaster would have, would have us as a customer. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Would we have whiskey? No, I think, yeah. 200 years ago? Yeah, right. We got whiskey, right? Yeah. I think it or, depends on where you lived in the world. But, yeah. We'd send John out to just drink a bunch of puddles of water and find out which one gets him fucked up. See which one works. <laughs> Dude, that's not how you make whiskey. What are you talking about? Well, you'd have to go to Kentucky, and we don't live in Kentucky. <laughs> I just Greg's well, like sc- scooping up liquids. Like, is this alcohol? Nope. <laughs> is this gonna get me drunk? <laughs> God damn it! That had vitamins. <laughs> damn it! I feel awesome right now. This is not what I wanted. I'm so hydrated. <laughs> I can't believe I'm peeing clear. <laughs> <laughs> Should we take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Grab a beer. Let's take a break. Grab a gear. <laughs> Did you say deer? 
The battleground this election is Georgia. We got to fight like we've never fought before. A historic rematch for governor. Democracy only works when we work for it. In control of the Senate. It is time for me to get out and fight. Will all be decided here. Welcome to the blue Georgia. Know what's really going on with the Politically Georgia podcast from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. We were there before all this media attention. Our team of journalists are the authority on the campaign trail. The results will have implications for years to come. Politically Georgia, hosted by AJC political insiders Greg Bluestein and Patricia Murphy. Follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. In 1711, philosopher David Hume was born. He died in 1776. What? That's kind of cool. What's significant about that? I don't know. <laughs> nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> He wrote uh, <laughs> He wrote of miracles. And he directed Miracle? That's a great movie. That is yeah, a great that's movie. such a good movie. God, I love that fuck. That movie honestly had some of the best hockey footage. That's because they were actual hockey players. Yeah. I every other like you see Mystery Alaska and you know they're just standing on carpets that someone's like fucking pulling. Yeah, along. that movie kind of Is sucks. that how they do that? That's so smart. But I would I not they had to learn. I how to will skate. be damned if I hear you. Besmirch Youngblood. Oh, I love Youngblood. Yeah. (laughs) But also Terrible Hockey. (laughs) And yeah, Terrible Hockey and acting was not good either. But it was a good movie. Patrick Patrick Swayze rolling over in his grave right now. Rob Lowe rolling over in his... In Patrick Swayze's grave. <laughs> who, who, went, who got the coma or who got who like injured their head? Which character was it? Uh, that was Patrick Swayze. Okay, okay. Yeah, he gets, yeah. He gets destroyed. Does he, you yeah. got to bring up the worst part of the movie. Thanks, John. You're such a cynic. A cinema cynic. <laughs> just, just, David just, Hume! Oh, right. <laughs> not, not related to Rob Lowe. Um, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> you don't know that. He That's takes true. a stand on the agnostic principle. A wise man proportions his beliefs to the evidence. He then argues that no attempt to appeal to the alleged occurrence of miracles can succeed in establishing the truth of a claim to constitute special divine revelation. So he's basically saying to prove a miracle and to make it a just foundation for any such system of religion is folly. <laughs> so he's he's basically saying, like, fuck you, religion. These miracles are bullshit. You can't prove them. So suck a dick. But it's he pretty, didn't really say Pretty aggressive language for... Yeah. The 1776? No, that's when he died, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Seventeen forty. So I, I would feel like this would be right around the age where he was doing this. Thou thou sucketh thy dicketh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how people talk. <laughs> that is sad. exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh-huh. that, we we do accents. We actually do accents. <laughs> we do great. Just, we do great old timey accents. <laughs> yeah, they're, well, they don't exist. They're not real. Like, this is yeah. what we think they would sound like. You you don't know. Just like there was no audio of Abraham <laughs> yeah. Lincoln ever yeah. talking. That's right. It's from an Aboriginal song from the Northern Territory of Australia came some early agnosticism. This is way back in Australia. They had they had a, a song that went, The God men say, when die, go sky. Through pearly gates where river flow, the God men say, when die, we fly. Just like eagle, hawk, and crow might be, might be, I don't know. 
Can you do it again, but can you sing it this time? Wait, uh, should I go grab my didgeridoo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, How is it not within didgeridoo? arm's length? <laughs> I really wish I did. That would be amazing right now. It would be awesome. It'd be like, oh no, I took it up when I was like five. It was very fascinating. I just played it at home for fun. So, yeah, no, that that would be. Uh, would that, I think that be. Would that be culture appropriation? I'm never clear on that to stuff. To play a didgeridoo? I don't know. <laughs> Super complimentary. If you play it like shit, then. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're throwing a boomerang at the same time. <laughs> and quoting lines from Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> That's yeah. not a knife. It's a didgeridoo. <laughs> That's not agnosticism. <laughs> ah, there you go. Bring it back around. Good job. <laughs> That's why he's a pro. There's a poem from Telugu inscribed on a cult object found in the Royal Ontario Museum in Canada. God, you bring everything back to fucking Canada, man. And Judaism. And, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and his anxiety. And Judaism. <laughs> Canudaism. So, which is weird. Canudaism anxiety. Okay. <laughs> Here's how it goes. <laughs> the Greg Mitchell story. I'm going to read a poem. Are <laughs> no, you ready? Not. We're not going to let you. <laughs> okay. It goes like this. He is not a male. He is not a female. He is not a neuter. He is not to be seen. He neither is not nor. When he is sought, he will take the form in which he is sought. It is indeed difficult to describe the name of the Lord. So you can see how like... These two examples are perfect examples of agnostic feeling. Like it's kind of saying both of them share in common that that they don't know what God is like, and and obviously there were religions around at that time. And by not following suit with what common religions were, they're proving that they, even though there is a Lord, they don't fucking understand it. <laughs> what it is? Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. It is it is quite fascinating. Okay. Quite. Is is being agnostic right for you? Oh, it's oh, a so commercial. So this is a sales pitch. All right, now I get it. Do, Do you, you wish to find acceptance? He's, he's, he's mad because I got you guys into that pyramid scheme. Do you work 75 hours a week and want to feel better about it? You should give some of it to us. <laughs> Well, I was, that's where it was going to end, but you guys uh, were being assholes about it. Uh, so sorry. now we're not getting shit. We gave it away. Do you wish to find acceptance amongst the community <laughs> that won't judge you harshly or worse yet, damn you to hell? You know, like an eternity of viewing John Banks sex tapes. Oh, that's just that's mean. Hellacious. Boy, do I have a place for you. Unitarian Universalism. Yes. There, all walks of life and philosophies are respected and welcome. Don't believe me? I pulled this from their website. In Unitarian Universalism, you can bring your whole self, your full identity, your questioning mind, your expansive heart. Together, we create a force more powerful than one person or one belief system. As Unitarian Universalists, we do not have to check our personal backgrounds and beliefs at the door. We join together on a journey that honors everywhere we've been before our beliefs are diverse and inclusive we have no shared creed our shared covenants which are seven principles supports the free and responsible search for truth and meaning though unitarianism and universalism were both liberal christian traditions 
This responsible search has led us to embrace diverse teachings from Eastern and Western religions and philosophies. Universal or Unitarian Universalists believe more than one thing. We think for ourselves and reflect together about important questions. The existence of a higher power, life and death, sacred texts, prayer and spiritual practices. We are united in our broad and inclusive outlook and in I really am doing a commercial for them. Right now. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to I'll get to the grand report in just a minute. We are united in our broad and inclusive outlook and in our values as expressed in our seven principles. We are united in shared experience, our open and stirring worship services, religious education and rites of passage. Our work for social justice, our quest to include the marginalized, our expression of love. There are atheist and agnostic Unitarian Universalists, and they write, Our universe, from the smallest particles to the, to the galaxies beyond our galaxy, fills up with profound wonder. I think I should read that again because I kind of mushed it. Are you, are you going to start from the beginning or just that yeah, part? I'm going to start from the very beginning. <laughs> our universe from the smallest particles to the galaxies beyond our galaxy fills us with profound wonder. Why life exists and for what purpose humans have struggled to answer that question for millennia. In a day and age when so much is revealed to us by science, God may or may not be part of our worldview. People with atheist and agnostic beliefs find a supportive community in our congregations. We are pro-science, pro-reason, and pro-evolution. We know that there is, not, there is no one right answer when it comes to belief, and we don't let that stop us from taking action for a better world. We build a community that welcomes us in our wholeness, cherishes our doubts, and invites our ongoing search for truth. Since the early 20th century, humanism has been an influential part of our continually evolving religious tradition. Many Unitarian Universalists who are atheist or agnostic also identify as humanist. So further, I'll go on and I'll talk really quickly about their seven principles. And I, it's, I'll, I'll explain what, a little bit more about What is the context that you're bringing I'm this in? Or are you going to bring that? You're going to talk about that later. Because, uh, well, I am going to talk about it later, but I can, I, can, I can share a little bit about it now. Okay. The reason why is because oftentimes with atheists or agnostics, they don't have a place to go and share a belief system. You're independently an atheist. And if you're agnostic, you kind of do that independently as well. So this is a community where you can feel safe to discuss these ideas. They encourage conversation and no one is judged by that and you can kind of hash out you know when you get along or when you get together with other like-minded people it helps to for your thinking to evolve you have actually have to do some work always that's the problem with some of this some of the stuff we got going on today everybody just talks to people who agree with them so that they never learn anything i'm not saying well i'm just saying but that's that's i guess some people start. I guess podcasts. I misspoke a little bit because there are people from all walks of life, from you know the Catholics, Christians, Jews, agnostics, atheists. They all are participates. They're all represented in this universal uh, Unitarian Church. Okay, got it. Got so it. Because I've always, I've always the, kind of, I've admittedly kind of chuckled at you know like atheist churches and things like that. Because it's like. Mm. 
it seems like well, it's not exclusively an, an atheist church. Right. I didn't realize that until you just said that. Yeah, I get you now. Okay. Yeah, I probably should have made that clear. You might have. It was earlier. just. It was a really, really long infomercial. Yeah. Well, I, did I get you guys to call in and buy something? Look, I I Venmo you thirty dollars. So I'm just, in. I'm in. I yeah. I got. I I don't know how you got me this pamphlet, but it's wonderful. It's got a lot of information, <laughs> and and, uh, and I look forward to this airing on NBC at four a.m. <laughs> I think it will. Well, there's not like I rarely go to temple, and there's not a lot of churches that I could kind of. Just you do go to temple sometime, though. I was just uh, that, sorry to occasionally, yeah. occasionally, like once once a year, just for the holi- high holidays or something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. is it and Rosh Hashanah? Is, is that the one that you go to? You I'm sorry? Is it is it Rosh Hashanah? Is that is Rosh that Hashanah? One? Is the New Year? Is that the one you go to temple? And for no, now? it's Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur. That's Yom the Kippur one. is like that's the biggest holiday in Judaism, right? It is. Yeah, it's the big one. It's the Day of Atonement, man. Is that where you have to not eat food? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think I've I think I've asked all these questions on an episode before, but anyway, I don't think you have. <laughs> one, of, one, of us, one of us. I'll just let that die. <laughs> so here are the seven principles, and it's hard to argue against these. They seem like they're just common sense. I I like them. So the first one is the inherent worth and dignity of every person. Number two, justice equity and compassion in human relations. Number three, acceptance of one another and encouragement to spiritual growth in our congregations. Number four, a free and responsible search for truth and meaning. Number five, the right of conscience and the use of democratic process within our congregations and in society at large. Number six, the goal of world community with peace, liberty, and justice for all. And number seven, respect for the interdependent web of all existence of which we are all part. So that's, that's a lot of what I believe in. That's it. It seems pretty. So what am I? I'm a Unitarian basic. now. Is that it? Uh, no, you're, you're a unicorn. You're oh. a unicorn. That's what you are. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> you are. You're a unicycle. <laughs> uh, I'm a unitard. Yep. Yeah, there, yep. <laughs> All right, guys, as we come to a close. Wait, what? <laughs> yep. For real? That's right. It's so awkward. It's just so <laughs> sudden, right? You're just like. That's how it always is. We're just hanging out, and all of a sudden, it's just like no warning. No, I'm, gonna, like, I'm, I'm pulling the plug. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and read my last call. <laughs> are we going to do a shot, or are we do it later? Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna, we can do a shot right now, guys. Did you bring one, John? I'm just, just drinking beer because... That's good enough. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, I was just petering out there because I was just waiting on somebody to say drink. I didn't really think he cared. <laughs> so I wasn't, <laughs> wasn't, wasn't going to say anything. And I really, I really thought one of you guys was going to interrupt me before I got to the point where I was actually going to say anything. So that didn't happen, though. It was very awkward. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that little trip through your brain. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's my belief and feeling that in 2021 the fear-mongering of religion does not cast a wide net upon the population as a whole no longer are the masses at least amongst my friends and family motivated towards belief in an effort to avoid the consequences of an eternity in hell i've always thought that if god exists and saint peter meets you at the pearly gates for judgment 
he will know what was truly in your heart. And if you were a believer, you got in. And if you faked it, you're fucked. But here's to all the fakers. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck getting in. So as we ask you to go out and make history, try not to make it so much that you fuck up your eternity. <laughs> if you believe in such a thing, it's going to come true. Good night, everybody. Are you itching for a good story? Laughter among friends, maybe even a mystery or two? Well, you're in luck. Fire Breathing Kittens is a standalone Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Each episode is a separate three-hour-long story, like a movie for your ears, so you can listen to these adventures in any order you like. So join us on a real play D&D quest as we solve mysteries, attempt comedic banter, and enjoy friendship. Fire Breathing Kittens podcast, fantasy action mystery friendship.